Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Hey, you gotta come in here. It's time to start the podcast. What? The podcast. This was this was your idea, man. Is this the second episode already? Yeah, episode number two, the second one. All right, I'm coming. Man, he's this person. Right. Episode two? Yeah, episode two that you were late for your own podcast. Dude, you don't even know, man. <laughs> you don't know. Just you don't even know. Traffic? Heavy traffic? Dude, it took me a while to get here. Yeah? To yeah. your own house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's a long walk. Uh, I just walked up to all the way up those stairs. And, yeah. Whew. Dude, those stairs will get you. I'm winded, bro. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm glad we're back, though. I, I am, too. I didn't know if we would actually make it or not, if I'm going to be honest. Look. It was a little iffy. It was kind of like, let's do the first one and see where it goes. And I'm kind of surprised we're back at the second one. Yeah. But it's happening. Honestly, not that many issues with the first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm, There's a little Whoa. bit of exporting issues. Might be using an old version of some programs, yeah, having a little bit of... We've got to make some tweaks and some adjustments, it, but... It's it's all right, I think. It's all right. We're getting dialed. So so what are we, what are we going to talk about today? You know, I think what we should talk about today is just like... We need to let the people know about us a little bit, man. Yeah. Peel back the curtains we gotta, a We got to... Yeah, make it a little more personal. Let them peep in. <laughs> peep right through the curtains? <laughs> yeah. But not in like a stocky creepy way no no and like, like a, oh yeah like we're we're letting them peep in yeah you know? yeah 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 like we're opening the curtains <laughs> yeah yeah for them. yeah just a little about ourselves you know <laughs> oh, like like we're gonna get into how we met today like mm-hmm. the kind of things we're interested in Some like of our hobbies and whatnot what we do from day to day like our jobs yeah you know just what a day in our give, lives looks like i'm gonna give too much information but we're gonna give enough yeah so, um, so how do we meet, man? You remember it at all? T- to be completely honest, I don't think you were memorable enough back then to, <laughs> wow. to remember. So I just made no impression on you whatsoever. You know, that's how you, you followed me around a lot. I that's know how that. unimpactful I was. <laughs> oh man. You followed me. You want to tell a story about what someone said about me one time oh. or what you said to me about somebody to somebody? Yeah. Yeah. So, so somebody I knew for a while, mm-hmm. like. We've been going to church together for a long time. Like she definitely should have known who I am. Yeah, and I was, I was just like talking to her, and I mentioned something about Ryan, and she was like, she was like, who Ryan? And I was like, yeah, Ryan Long. And she was like, uh, I don't, who are you talking about? And I started describing him, you know, talking talking about his beard and, you know, whatever. Kind of short, like brown short, hair, brown know, beard, but not like a midget and still extremely attractive she just wasn't getting it she just wasn't getting and so i was just like oh well he's like the guy that follows me around all the time and she goes oh right there (laughs) oh yeah ryan i know that that guy guy. yeah Yeah. that guy the one that's always chasing you around following you around yeah i mean they and you know we all went to youth group together and everything but she just that's what it took for her to figure out. <laughs> so for about. a good like year and a half, two years, I just gave him absolute crap about that. Yeah, about was, being the guy that follows him around. It was funny though. It was worth it. The worst part of it was it was kind of true, honestly. Like, yeah, I was so awkward back then. Like, that's just what I did. Like, you were my friend. 
that's about it really like yeah i didn't really make an effort to be friends with anybody else now you have like you really blossomed as a person and you got your own identity and whatnot. yeah i don't really need you anymore honestly really i could die and you'd be fine (laughs) well i'm not gonna say that (laughs) that's not at all true but sorry that was morbid that was was a little too dark but so anyways yeah that's kind of uh that was kind of the dynamic in the early days yeah ryan and christian so we met each other at church obviously like we both went to youth. some point i i don't remember how old we were but i just remember we were in youth middle school middle school age you know you actually did make an impression on me it wasn't a great one it it was an impression (laughs) yeah i kind of remember you talking about that (laughs) uh you know i love you bro this isn't me just roasting you but yeah all right so when i did whenever i met you obviously it was the age of puberty because you were the most annoying person ever (laughs) dude i love you now we're good buddies now but good lord man you were so annoying the the voice your voice was so annoying it was like it was just so cracky man and i was like this was back before you got all jockey and muscular too so you're just like a scrawny little dude with the crackiest voice i've ever heard and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like this guy he's really annoying (laughs) and it wasn't even anything about you like yeah, I had conversations with you, like, way. like we had common interests, like, we had good conversations, but it's just like, every time we got done talking, I was like, man, this guy's voice is just killing me. I cannot do it. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'm sorry about that. I, don't, I couldn't help it, though. I mean, like, I mean, I'm a little bit older than you. I'm a year older than you, so I guess yeah. I was kind of on my way out of puberty at that point, you know? Yeah, I'm sure you had that face, too, Ryan. I mean, at some point I did, yeah. But obviously I wasn't, my voice was settled in at that point. Uh, man i just it couldn't i couldn't take it yeah. i hate i hate it because it's like we're good friends now and i feel bad about it but man i just i feel like even at the time we still kind of hung out a lot though. yeah oh yeah it's even like no though... <laughs> <laughs> it's just even like, though that was our dynamic <laughs> we we were getting to know each other good like we were becoming good friends it's just like i couldn't handle your voice man <laughs> yeah so i'm just i'm just here to say i'm glad you hit puberty man you could probably take it a little bit easier on the growing thing. Like, you could have stopped that a while ago, and I would have been fine. Like, every time I see you, you're, like, a foot taller and, like, way more muscular than yeah, time for, before. For those of you that don't know, I am semi-tall. You're pretty like, tall. Like a I'd semi-tall so. individual. I, I'm i not the tallest person. But, you know, that's, that's, that's just one thing. Yeah. But honestly, like, once once you hit puberty... I was like, all right, this dude's pretty cool. <laughs> I think I think it just I like, it just took you hitting puberty, like finally. I like how that's what it took. That was like that, <laughs> that was that was the turning point in our relationship. That was the first major rift in our relationship. It was and it was you weren't yeah. even aware of it at the time. You didn't even know. You were no, just going no about idea. chilling. But dude, seriously though, you can stop growing at some point. You don't have to get Dude, stronger every time I see you. I haven't grown in like four years. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Mister w- lifts weights every day. Everybody says that, but I really haven't. I'm like the every same time size. I see you, you're stronger than the time before. That's not true. I swear it is, man. All right. Well, it which is, makes sense I do because like exercising, I like yeah, working out. I mean, it makes sense. I, that's that's your thing. Like, but yeah, I I do have a degree in exercise science. Dude, that's awesome. For those of you who don't know. <laughs> that's totally you but just a just a bachelor's degree that's all like lots of people have those so. I, mean, I don't 
You have an associate's degree, though. Like, that's pretty good, too. I have a two-year degree from <laughs> that took me three. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can talk about school later. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I do love to exercise and work out, and uh, I am on a, on a track and field team at a D2 school. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty good D2 school, and I... Throw discus and shot put, hammer. All right, what does D2 mean for regular people like me? So it's just kind of like... Is that like division? Yeah, division two. Oh, okay. It's the NCAA. So like most people only care about D1, you yeah. know? That's like top that's tier. that's the good, the best of the best. Oh, but okay. we, we do actually compete against a lot of D1 schools. That's cool. But, you know, because we're, we're a pretty decent school. It's just... Yeah. And I uh, the difference... In track and field between D1 and D2 isn't as big as some other sports, like football. Oh, yeah, it's football. Like a, huge a huge difference, difference. between D1 and D2. Whereas you still see a lot of really good, like, uh, a really a lot of really good athletes in D2 oh, yeah. for track. Dude, the couple of times I've been to track meets at your school has been crazy. I didn't know anything about track. I yeah. didn't realize it was, like, a whole thing. Like, in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a couple little events here, like, I didn't realize everything was going on oh, all like, at the same time. They got like everything broken down. It's like everything has this exact spot, and like there'll be like an event going on while another event's happening, like right next to it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And honestly, like I really grew to love the whole sport as I went to college. Like not just throwing, which is what I do, but I've really grown to love all the jumping and the running too. Like, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It is really cool, honestly. Like I remember the first time I went. There's people running around the track, you know, like whatever that's whatever one that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's running, but there's there's lots of different running events. And then, like while they're on the other side of the track, there's people doing like the the high jumps and the mm-hmm. the pole vaulting and all this at the same time that people are running around yeah. the same track. I'm like, what? Like yeah, in my well, mind, it's like this thing happens and then this thing happens and then this one. Yeah, it's like no, there's like four different things happening at once. Yeah, as long the as same spot, as long as the space. As long as the event doesn't occupy the same space, they're pretty much going to run it. It's crazy. The man. other one. I will say, I think pole vaulting is the craziest one to me. Like, pole vaulting is, is fun. It's wild, man. It's, they're just, yeah. Like, that is the craziest thing. You're just running full sprint, like as hard, as fast as you can, with a giant stick in your hand. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? And you just shove it in the ground and, and jump. Then just and... sling yourself. Like, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I actually. So I did an internship with the coaches at the school, and I actually got to try to do pole vault a little. I mean, I wasn't that good at it, but I just got to, like, practice with them. And it was it was a lot of fun. It's like an adrenaline rush, though. You kinda I love to, that. It's kind of like, you know, when you're mountain biking and you go over a jump? It's like the same kind of adrenaline <laughs> yeah. rush. You got to just, like, send it. I don't know. You just got to go for it. Because if you don't, then you're just like... Then you're just going to fall backwards. Yeah. It's going to be a lot worse. <laughs> it's going to be a lot worse. Yeah, it's I mean, you can't bail out at the last minute. Does that, like, does that date back thing. to like medieval days when people would like try to breach castles and stuff? It, it might. Like, I, would they just I like think, grab a giant a Jap- stick and try to like fling themselves over the side of a I castle? I think it's like a Japanese or China, like an Asian thing. Oh, yeah. From That's, like ancient yeah. Asia or something. That makes sense. I feel like it was used to get over lakes and stuff. Dude, it's crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure. It's, it's like one of the craziest <clears throat> modern sports to see in person. Yeah. Like you see it on TV and you're like, oh yeah, that looks pretty cool. 
And you see in person, you're like, they are so high they're up so there. so high. Oh, yeah. Like, they're like, what, like 20, 30 feet up there sometimes? Uh, I think the world, the men's world record is 20, like 21 feet or something like That's that. That's pretty high, though. But, yeah, and then they just fall all the way down I mean, under the pad. I've been up like 20, 30 feet in a bucket truck before, like pretty often yeah. at work. And... I mean, that's pretty wild, even with that. And that's like, you got a full cage around you, mm-hmm. like, you're secured in there. But to just be flinging myself and, like, flailing my arms, like, yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's, but that's, like, the thing that I love about track and field is it's, it's like one sport, but it's so diverse in the different types of athleticism. You yeah. Need. Like, like, the throwers are really strong, but also, like, really fast in how fast they do the movement, how fast they spin. And then you just got, like, pure speed with, you know, like, the 100-meter race. And then you got, like, pure explosion and jumping power with, like, the long jump and the high jump. And then you got really endurance event, like, events that require a lot of endurance and stamina, like the 3,200-meter and stuff like that. And then everything in between, you know, and it's all in this one umbrella of track and field. Yeah, it's cool because it seems like it covers, like, the whole gambit. Like, you yeah. see people of, like, all different body types, like, <laughs> different, like, weight classes. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's the only sport I know where it's, like, you could see, like, a giant, like, big dude. And then you could see, like, a scrawny little person. Like, yeah. Like, a fast, like, person. And then, like, a big bulky person. You can see them in the same sport, like, doing the same thing, too. It's yeah, crazy. like, you'll really see someone who's... Who weighs like who's six two but weighs like hundred thirty pounds, <laughs> and then someone who's also six two but weighs like four hundred pounds. <laughs> They'll yeah. be on the same same. And they're track. both like incredible athletes. Yeah, but just in completely part. different ways. Yeah, it really is cool. Like, I'm glad I've gotten to come to a couple of them because it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah. So you talked about being in a bucket truck a little. So what are you, what are you yeah. doing for work? So I work at a graphics company. We do t-shirts, vinyl work, mm-hmm. signs, you know, really anything in that realm, like anything personalized. So, yeah, we we go up and put signs up from time to time. Yeah. Like the other day, we were putting a 36-foot sign up. It was like four different panels. So, you also, just like go wherever and do that? Like, yeah. To other we go all around the county. Like, companies pay you to do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, this was a pretty big sign, but I mean, I'm just, you know, I just help out mostly. Like, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. I just, you know, I help hold things, all <laughs> that kind of thing. But oh, you're selling yourself short. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm learning, obviously, but yeah. So pretty much like the other day with the big sign we did, you know, I just kind of helped hold it in place while I was getting like while the other guy was screwing it in, yeah, like securing it on the wall. But I mean, we were up there like you know, ten, fifteen feet. Yeah, that was actually pretty low. Like usually we go up pretty high, but it's always usually like against the side of a building or like with a pole or something. It's really not bad. It's it's funny because if you would have asked me like years ago, like I would have been like, oh, I'm never going up there. Like, mm-hmm. like when I was younger, like in high school, I was like, oh, I hate heights. Like I was avoiding it at yeah. all costs. Like I was like just risk in general. I was averse to, but especially heights like related. And now I just get up there like you know. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't go up every day, but it's like, you know, at least a couple times a month, and it's just an everyday thing for me at this point. Yeah, I don't no, even really think I, about it. I totally I totally get that because. I work in construction and, like, masonry, which is, like, bricklaying, blocklaying and stuff. And we get up on a scaffold really high. When I first when I first started, they're like, all right, get up there. And it's, like, 
you know, four bucks high, which is like twenty feet. Yeah. See, and I, I was like, that. I was like, that's too much for me. I was like, uh, you want me to get up there on my first day? <laughs> like, yeah. I've never tried that before. See, <laughs> I ain't doing that. I trust a bucket truck. Like that's secure. Like you got a hydraulic arm. Like it's. See, uh, to me, that's like foolproof. Like you got a full cage around you. Like yeah. you're up there with another person. Like I've never been up there and been like, man, I'm about to fall. Like this is bad. every time I'm up there, I'm like, all right, I'm secure. Like nothing's gonna happen yeah. here. That I do not trust. See, I, I've, just a bunch of scaffolds stacked on top. You, you each come other. to trust it though. Like it's it's really pretty safe. And a lot of times, usually over twenty feet, we'll put uh some railing around it <laughs> that's when you put railing <laughs> i would want railing at like five feet dude honestly it kind of just depends on the job like some some job sites will really follow the osha guidelines and you have to put them yeah. up above two scaffolds which is like 10 feet yeah if you go over 10 feet you have to like put them up but like a lot of if we're just doing it at like a person's house a lot of times we won't but it just depends on who's running the show you know yeah <laughs> They're like hey you better put those right there but they make you safer but they also get in your way so yeah. like I, I have a shovel up there a lot and it's like the shovel you have to carry the shovel over the railing if yeah you that would be a pretty awkward so I, I don't know i i like to have it when it's like really high yeah. and i'm like yeah if i fall i'm definitely just gonna die <laughs> or be like <laughs> yeah. paralyzed for the rest of my life i can't believe you do that man but, but Falling is really pretty rare because I feel just like don't trip over anything. Yeah, <laughs> I feel fine. like I mean I'm not trying to blame anybody, but I feel like some of that's your own fault. Like if you're safe yeah. and you take your time with jobs like that, and like you know, obviously don't get up there and just like get right after it and like just run around like a crazy person. Like if you just yeah. take your time, do the job right, like you'll be fine. And I mean there there definitely are freak accidents where you just like trip over yeah something and. You know, fall and I've, I've talked to people at my work that have fallen off the scaffold, but really? we're like fine. But how far? Like, uh, I think like, the highest was like fifteen feet. That's, that's still, still pretty, pretty high. Good, but they, I feel like I they, would be scared to get back. I up think there, they like definitely. Okay, so you you watch VFX artists react. Right? Yeah, this is this may sound like it has nothing to do with no yeah. stuntmen react. Is what stuntmen react? Yeah, and you know how they talk about like they like land on their foot, but they like let it buckle to where yeah. it like slowly kind of absorbs the fall a little bit i think he said it he did like that like he landed on his foot and then went to the side oh uh, so kind of like, cushioned yeah. it a little bit it's kind of like a shock on a car and, like it kind of absorbs it yeah. a little bit absorbs <laughs> the fall or the, the bump yeah. and he said he like just pretty much 10 minutes later got back up and <laughs> really <working. laughs> <laughs> that's was crazy but, i see people all the time like painting buildings and stuff and they're up there like on a ladder oh, yeah. really high no, the crazy. Like, I'm not about to be up on a ladder that high. Like, yeah, that's why. Like at the end of the day, yeah, I really don't mind a bucket truck. Like a bucket truck secure. Like like mm-hmm. I said, like I've never been up there and been like I'm about to fall. Like I'm gonna die. I've had times where I'm like, all right, I'm about to drop the sign. Yeah. <laughs> like like this is about to go. Like it's slipping out of my hand. It's it's about to go. But yeah, I've never I'm, been I'm like letting I'm the about sign to go. go before me. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. A couple hundred dollar sign, thousand dollar sign, whatever. You versus my life. <laughs> uh, I think it's a pretty easy decision here for me. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, those really tall ladders that you just like put on the side oh, of the heck building. No. So those are. I'm not about that. I had to go up on one of those like just once at work, like way up there, and. Yeah, it was it was pretty sketchy, but I mean you have someone holding it at the bottom. Yeah. It's really at the end, of, or you tie it off onto something. It's now the sketchiest people, the people that 
cut off limbs at the top of trees. Oh, heck no, dude. Have you seen those people? Oh, my goodness. They're so high. That scares me so much. They're like 40, 50 Not feet Not only are they the up air. there high, they have a chainsaw, like, <laughs> yeah. strapped to them. So it's like, if they go down, the chainsaw is going down with them. And they're cutting stuff off, like, Either that or it's going, like, a different direction, too. you know, like... It, dude, no, that, those, that, those when you put it in perspective, like, for. really, I I have it pretty nice, honestly. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I, like, I remember working at this job, and there were people doing that, like, just, like, right over there, yeah. pretty much. And, and you're I, just watching them, like. It just put it into perspective for me. I was like, those people are crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what I do, it's scary to some people, but, like, that. <laughs> I mean, what you do would be scary to me, honestly. Yeah. But that is, like, a whole nother level of scary, like, being mm-hmm. up there cutting down tree limbs and stuff. But, yeah, really, mostly what I do is, like, I mostly do vinyl stuff. So, like, yeah. we print, you know, I print it, laminate it, cut it, you know, the whole vinyl process. We put it on, like, cars, too, and stuff. Yeah, we do We do decals for cars. And... Um, We do, you know, partial wraps. We do any of that kind of stuff, really. It's pretty cool, honestly, like. To see like a blank canvas become like something completely different yeah. just from laying some vinyl on it, like it's pretty cool to see. So do you uh do you do shirts too? So I actually started out doing t shirts when I first started working there. It was kinda cool because like when I was uh starting college I started this job like basically at the same time. Like I think it was even the same week. It was like it was like I started college and started the job like the same exact week, which was like pretty nice. Until I like the job got really busy and then I yeah. started maybe not caring as much about school or spending as much time on it. And, <laughs> you know, that's uh, I got really busy, let's be honest. Yeah. And the school thing was just like an afterthought. So that was, but it was nice to, you know, to be able to pay for my classes while I'm taking them, like, and pay them off then and not have any student debt was pretty, was really yeah, nice, honestly. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. I got a pretty sweet deal with my work too because I, one, I didn't even like have to go to an interview for it. They're pretty yeah, much just Yeah, that's like, the same with me. Like yeah. that's the way to go. Is just go to a family owned business, like where you can just like fit right in with the people and like Yeah be comfortable like, with everything. They're like, Well you work hard and then like, yeah, and then they're like, All right, see you. Yeah. <laughs> see and then they tried you out and they were like, This dude's a hard worker. Yeah, that's pretty much That's the actually, same thing with me, honestly. I was I just didn't know what I was doing so much to yeah. the point where <laughs> they were like, dude, what's wrong with this kid? But after I started to <laughs> well, like, you've never figure, done it before. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. After, but that's like actually something that someone told me that I, really? when I worked with. They they said that the boss was like, I think there's something wrong with. It. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. But then I actually started to figure it out. Once I figured it out, I could really just like work hard because yeah. I because I was at athletic and well really the confidence is what i think that's what really makes like a good worker like and makes someone comfortable with their job like for me that's what it took was just me doing something over and over again and learning that like hey you're gonna mess this up sometimes like it's it's not about like messing it up it's about like knowing what to do when you do mess up Mm -hmm. or like preventing yourself from messing up yeah so like if i can tell i'm about to like make a mistake and but i can fix it beforehand like that that's when i knew i was like all right i'm getting settled in like i'm you know i'm getting pretty good at this yeah i would i would agree that's that's exactly right i i mean that's the nature i don't know about your job but that's the nature of my job like yeah there's a lot of little mistakes you can make like it's just you're never gonna do anything like 100 percent perfect mm-hmm. you just gotta you gotta leave yourself like you know 
you got to leave a little wiggle room there and like be comfortable with yeah. making mistakes and just fix them. No, actually, that like ties into this conversation I had with my boss just yesterday because the the two masons that I was working with, uh, my boss left. He had to go to Home Depot to get something. Uh, he had to go to Home Depot to get something or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but basically, the guys ran into this point where they just weren't sure to what to do. And so they just sat there talking and, like, arguing about it. Yeah. For, like, a whole hour while he was gone. <laughs> wow. Didn't get anything done. Oh, my goodness. Uh, except they told me, like, some pieces to cut. Yeah. I cut the, but they didn't lay any brick. <laughs> wow. Hour. Or they. Which is like the majority of your job, right? They figured it out, but then they scrapped it because they were like, oh, no, that's not right. And basically at lunch, he was like, man, that makes me so bad, so mad. I was I was gone for an hour, and I came back, and there's nothing nothing done. Wow. And he was pretty much like, they're just too scared to try something and yeah. see if it works, you know? you got to be willing and, to mess up. Like. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what he was saying. And it's kind of funny that you just said that because it just tied into that yeah. so well. <laughs> yeah, I had to kind of learn that early on. Like, like even what I, what I started out doing, like, I, I started out, I didn't know anything about the business at all. Like, I'd never done anything even related yeah. to that. Like, you know, I'd done some manual labor jobs. Like, I had a summer job where I cleaned boats and, mm-hmm. like, that kind of thing. I had a summer job where I helped someone do flooring, like, that was that was pretty brutal. Yeah. In the heat of summer to be in, like, houses without air conditioning. Yeah like dusty mess of a house oh, i like, know i know it's bad anyways <laughs> it make it that's the other thing is doing manual labor jobs when you're young really makes you appreciate like a less aggressive like rough job when you're oh, older yeah yeah but that's anyways i so, actually on the, on that note i think everybody i think everybody should have to do manual labor everybody jobs. should either at one point in their life do a manual labor job yeah or a restaurant service oh job, yeah or both yeah because it really makes you appreciate everything manual labor jobs make you appreciate how easy other jobs are yeah like physically at least and then restaurant service jobs they make you appreciate that they they just basically make you not a karen yeah you know they just like teach you how to respect people basically like in general because you're not going to be you know that that person doesn't control that thing at the register yeah it's not their fault like and you have all these people that are like, get all upset with the person at the register when they have nothing to do with the. <laughs> they issue didn't cook the food. <laughs> they don't own the business. Like they're just yeah. trying to ring you they're up. They're not doing the policy. <laughs> they're not. They're not yeah. the one who decides any of that. But yeah, that yeah. was just kind of a side note. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, well, like I was saying, when I first started working there, I didn't know anything about it. Like, but I basically started from nothing. Like I, I told them going into it, I was like, all right, I don't know anything about this, but I'm like willing to learn. I'm, I'm going to work hard. Yeah. And so it's been cool to see like over the, I think about five years of working there now, like it's been cool to just learn the whole business basically. Mm-hmm. Like, and I started out with t-shirts. Like I learned how to print t-shirts. That was the first thing. And I mean, there's a whole thing that goes along with that, you know, yeah. clean screens, you burn screens, you, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to get into all yeah. that just cause yeah. it's like, kind of boring and you know i could talk about it for a while if, but mm-hmm. anyways i learned the whole thing there it's it's actually funny i started on an automatic t-shirt machine most people when they're younger like if they're at a career center or they're you know they're doing like a work study job that kind of thing 
they'll start on a manual machine where you have to actually run the squeegee across yourself oh yeah and like put the pressure on uh, i had it nice like i started with automatic mm. machine it does like you know it does most of the work for you yeah basically you just have to set the screen up and like get everything adjusted and then you're good you just load the t-shirts yeah. on pallet and pull them off throw them in the oven and you're done nice nice but with the, a manual machine you have to sit there and like you have to run the squeegee yourself and like put the mm. right amount of pressure like you know so there's like a lot of skill that goes yeah. into running the manual so it was kind of cool actually i started out like an easy way and then i learned the manual machine and i was like man this is way way less fun like this is a lot more work yeah but it was cool to see like like my growth with the company basically like i started out doing t-shirts and then i started out like you know pick up some vinyl stuff here and there like and then i started learning the whole printing process and mm-hmm. you know everything that goes into that and then now to see like I even get to do some design stuff and like, you know, I'm starting to learn some of the computer side of it. Like it's been cool to just like learn the whole business through, you know? Yeah. That's kind of similar with me. Cause like I said, I was, I just didn't know what I was doing at all when I first started. Like they'd be like, Hey, go throw that in the hopper. And I'd be like, what is, what is a <laughs> What's hopper? A hopper? <laughs> they'd be like, Hey, I dropped my sled runner. Can you go get it? <laughs> a sl- like, what? Like, what is a sled? What the heck is a sled? Yeah, no, no, this means anything to it's me. It's like a, it's like something they use to put the joints in the. So you know how the brick, like the mortar part, yeah, is indented in. Like oh okay. Sort of, it's a thing that they run across. Oh to, to okay. Do that. Yeah, I can see. But it, it looks kind of like the, the skis on a sled. Yeah. Like it kind of looks like you. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. I, I get what you're saying though. But it makes sense. Yeah, and I, I kind of, had to learn how to do you know like, make mud or mortar mixed yeah. mortar we just call it mud or or cut cut brick with the saw the right way and stuff like that build scaffolding tear down scaffolding but i do wish that i kind of explored a little more of the actual laying brick side yeah they're pretty much just done only labor stuff yeah I, I totally could have tried a little harder to get into actually laying well brick now you have a good basis though like yeah I feel like that's the thing, that's the way to do it, is just to, like, learn the business from the ground up. Like, mm-hmm. start with the most, like, simple, like, basic thing, and then just build off of that, like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because every every business has, like, with manual labor, at least, like, has a different set of skills that's involved in it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can learn, like, basic, you know, manual labor skills that'll transfer over, but with every business or with every industry, you have to learn, like, that specific thing. Like, you know, every every business has different quirks. yeah. And, there's all these little nuanced things that yeah. you don't even ever think about until you're like into actually in it. It's you know? funny. You and then you no go idea. to explain what you do to someone else and they're like, what? It's like, okay. Like, what do you talk about? What was about that, that term that you just said? And what was, <laughs> like, what were you were saying just now? Yeah. Like a sled runner? I'd be yeah. like, is that like dogs? Like in Alaska? Well, you're talking about like, like t-shirts. You're talking about yeah. squeegees and a squeegee first yeah. shirt. Well, it's like, funny because we have, we, have, <laughs> we have squeegees on the t-shirt machine and then we have squeegees that we lay vinyl with. Those are two completely different things. Yeah, really. It's the same yeah. kind of thing. I mean, a squeegee's a squeegee. You know, you yeah. you run it across something to flatten it or to. But they're just that used kind of thing. completely differently. But one is used to spread ink on a t-shirt, and one's used to lay vinyl. Like, yeah, that's so. That's they look weird. completely different. They're two completely different things, but we're, they're both called squeegees. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I I don't even. I still even after you explain, I still like kind of like I don't know. How it's one of those works, things you know? like <laughs> you're never really gonna fully understand like t-shirts until you just like see it in person yeah yeah like that's how i learned is just by watching it and like being involved in it you know 
otherwise i wouldn't have like it wouldn't made any sense to me like you can watch youtube videos on screen printing and you'll be like what (laughs) so it it goes in the oven and that's what cures the ink like how does that work i feel like most skilled labor is like that too yeah like there's just so many little nuanced things that you just you just have no idea you just have to learn them by doing them really like i mean that's that's with anything really you just that's how i learn i don't know about you but i learn by doing oh yeah like yeah. I think that's why I didn't, you know, I didn't particularly love college. That's yeah. That's part of the reason among others, is no. because it was just like you're learning all these things, but you're never doing anything with them, mm-hmm. or you're no, just not I, interested in the things you're doing. I you know? totally agree, because, like, I really liked college from a social standpoint, but I really didn't like sitting in a classroom and listening to someone talk yeah. about all this stuff. Well, for, you, you know, were a full time student on campus. For yeah. me, it was just like. I would go to school for a couple hours and then I'd go straight to work. For you, you were yeah, <laughs> you were literally like you had none of the social aspects. No, I had much. none. Like I didn't talk to anybody on campus outside of like asking them questions about class and everything for probably like the first two years. It wasn't yeah. until like the last year of college that I was like, all right, you know, maybe it wouldn't kill me to actually put a little bit of effort in and like yeah. talk to people and like you know invest a little bit in relationships. Not much because. I mean, at the end of the day, let's be honest, I'm not going to see any of these people later. But yeah. for the time being, like, you, you know, you got to make it a little more pleasant and, you know. Yeah, that was, that was what kept me coming back to school was the social stuff. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have finished my degree. I probably would have dropped out after, like, Dude, the second it's, semester. it's a miracle I had to drop out I, because I was I just struggling so much. Stuff. Like, that's, I mean, that's the way to do it, but it's also not the way to do it. It was yeah. nice in one way because I was, like, like I said earlier, I was... I was paying my way through college. Like, I didn't have to rely on anyone else. I didn't have to get any scholarships. I didn't have to take out, you know, any money or anything. Mm-hmm. I just like literally every all the money I made at work. I was just like, all right, that's going to school. Yeah. And then whatever I had left past that, I was like, all right, this is mine now. So it was nice, like, yeah, in that regard. But in the other other side of the thing, it's like, <laughs> it was tough, man. <laughs> those those first like. That first year in particular was just grinding the whole time. Mm. It was just like every day, go straight from school to work, and then I would come home from work and I would do schoolwork, and then be back yeah, at school I the can, next morning. I it was just nonstop, like constant cycle. I mean, we were working late too. It would be like if I had classes in the morning, like you know, I come into work maybe around lunchtime, like twelve or one or two, you know, sometime around there, and then I would work till like eight or nine o'clock, like yeah. pretty much every night. Like we were just that busy. To where like that's that was just my schedule. Yeah. See, and then I would come home at eight or nine o'clock, and then I would do schoolwork <laughs> and yeah. be right back in it the next day. <laughs> I, dude, if I wasn't like I couldn't do it now, definitely. I it yeah, was just I, like I was in a period where I was like, all right, I'm gonna work hard right now. I'm gonna work my butt off right now so that I can enjoy not later, you know, not having yeah. to later. I I respect that forethought because I didn't really. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to do school and hang out with my friends, and I don't really want to... And I had track, too, which was another commitment. Yeah. It definitely made it harder to do work on the side. So all I did was a little work study. It was just eight hours Yeah. Eight hours a week. Yeah, we definitely had but, very different schedules there. Yeah. I mean, I was in a technical <laughs> school. I was probably taking, you know, a couple classes a semester, that kind of thing. You know, whatever the yeah. hours you had to get are. I don't remember now at this point, but I was just taking whatever I had to take. I was, you know, I was doing media. So it was a lot of creating things like mm-hmm. I was making videos, I was taking pictures, I was doing audio stuff like all it was just constantly creating, trying to be creative and like I mean, it started to catch up with me a little bit. 
mainly the first semester, it was because I took like, I had like a temporary advisor, you know, like when you first start college, they're like, all right, we're going to set you up with this person and they're going to help you get started. And then once you start college, they're going to give you like your real advisor that's related to your field. Yeah. So yeah. this temporary advisor is like, all right, I, I'm going to be honest. I was a bit of a slacker. I kind of waited till last minute to get all my classes set up, like had a little bit of trouble working on my schedule. Well, this temporary advisor is like, all right, I'm going to put you in like basically every gen ed you have to take your first semester and I'm going to give you one uh, media class. So geez. I went from just cruising through high school, like, you know, just barely put any effort. Like, let's be honest. I, yeah. I've never been a great That's student. That's how I was too. <laughs> I just kind of coasted through high school. I went from that to taking like every hard class, basically my first semester of college. Like I'm mm. talking English, math, like everything that I I dislike and I did not want to take. I had to take my first semester. Yeah, all the things in college that you're like, man, I have to do that again. Yeah, thought I, I already did exactly. This. Uh, you know, all those repetitive gen ed classes you have to take over and over again. I took all of those my first semester. See, I got lucky because. You know, at my college, you had to take two Englishes, right? Yeah. But I took AP Lit and AP Lang in high school. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I got out of those two. Yeah. I still had to take math and uh, history, but, like, those were the two that I was really... Yeah. I really made the right choice. I taking. did that with science. Like, I took, like, a dual enrollment class in high school, so I didn't have to I didn't have to worry about science at all in college, which was pretty nice. Yeah, so kids, take your, take your AP class. Honestly, that's the way to do it. If you can get stuff out of the way in high school... For, for college, like, go ahead and yeah. get it over with. Especially the gen eds, because those are the boring ones. Oh, they're awful. Those are the ones that you that it, don't want to take. It was the worst. Like, so it was just, like, all the classes I hated, I didn't want to take. Like, I was taking them all, like, in the roughest time, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, what was that, like, 2017, 2018? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it was, yeah, 2017, 2018, yeah. beginning of my college. That was, like, the hardest time of my life, honestly, yeah. for, for a number of reasons, but... Definitely school was a factor in that, like, and just the stress around, like, working so much and being mm -hmm. at school all the time, and I, I'm just, it makes me appreciate where I'm at now so much more, though, I will say that, like, yeah. it really puts things in perspective now, like, when I start to feel overwhelmed or have a lot going on, I'm like, but, remember that time where you had, like, all this, and you had no social time, you had, you just, you know, remember how much you were struggling then, and look at yourself now, and how far you've come from since then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I it was uh, I definitely failed a couple classes if I'm being honest. <laughs> I I didn't have the best time management, so it was like, you know, I was working so much and I was yeah. at school. And so the biggest thing is like with school is how much work do you really want to put into this? Yeah. How motivated are you towards this? Well, and, and like I said, I've been coasting through high school before that, so yeah. the motivation I wasn't was too, there. I was really coasting through it easy. There there wasn't much much motivation off the start if I'm being honest. So. Yeah, I, it was just well, as much as I was working and at school, it's just like I come home and I just I didn't want to do schoolwork. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I just wanted to go on YouTube. I want to watch movies, whatever. I wanted to have like a little bit of me time. Like, you know, dude, can we talk about YouTube for a second? I, we'll, we'll come back to it. Hang right, on. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it's like I didn't know how to manage my time at all, so I just like didn't do things or I just like put them to the side. And so obviously I'm gonna fail. Like, yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. There's so many times where I just didn't do an assignment and then I got a bad grade on it. And I'm like, how could this have happened? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> it's like, like I acted like the rug got pulled out from under me, but it's like, you did this to yourself, you idiot. Yeah, like, yeah. you didn't do your work. <laughs> of course you're going to fail. Like, 
and I'm not saying I was just like a terrible student. Like I never did anything, any of my work. I never cared about any of my classes, but there was definitely a little bit of that. Like, yeah, there's definitely, there was, there was a lack of motivation and time management that I definitely have gotten a lot better with now. So I, in a way it was kind of a beneficial thing to me. Like it kind of opened my eyes a little bit and, you know, it kind of put everything else in perspective after I like failed a couple classes. I was like, all right, this is a, this is a bit harder than you expected. Like time to get to work. Yeah. I'm going to have to actually (laughs) care about school a little bit. I can't, I mean, let's be honest. What I did wasn't the most difficult like thing to study. It was pretty easy. It's just those gen eds really kicked my butt. Like I had to get through those. So I, in a way I'm glad it happened because it really caused me to buckle down. And like, so my first couple of semesters, you know, I was just didn't care, didn't, wasn't motivated, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But then by the end of my school and like the last couple of semesters, I was like, honestly, I was a pretty good student. Doing pretty good. Huh? Yeah. I kind of flipped the script there and I, I just like decided to actually care a little bit and start putting an effort and it made a huge difference. I just, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I just worried so much too, though. That's the thing. Like, I know mm-hmm. we talked about this back then. Like, it's crazy to see my, like where I'm at now versus then, like, I was just so worried. Yeah. I would find every little thing to worry about. Now you're really carefree and chill. Yeah. It's kind of hard chill. to, I, for people that didn't know me back then, I imagine it's probably pretty hard for them to like see me worrying so much, but that's just what I did. Like I spent my whole like beginning of my college career just worrying nonstop. It's just like, I felt like I had no control over anything basically. And so I was just worried about it. Yeah. Wor- worrying something that'll just, it just eats it's at just, you, man. Yeah, it just eats it. It keeps you up at night. And then that'll, if your worrying is keeping you up at night, that's just a It's just cycle a nasty cycle, it, yeah. It makes, it takes away your energy, and that just makes you worry more. Yeah, it's just like it keeps yeah. coming back. Like, but I just remember one day specifically, like, I think it was probably, like, maybe my second semester when I was, like, doing a little bit better, but I was still, like, you know, still failing some classes, yeah. like, not doing great. I just had epiphany one day, like I was driving from school to work and I was like, why are you worrying? Like, I remember it's, it was odd. Cause you know, I had a pretty decent drive. I had probably a 30 minute drive mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, most of the, t- most days I'm listening to music, listening to podcasts, whatever, like trying to pass the time. This time I was just so stressed out. So overwhelmed. I just didn't even play any music or anything. It was just silent. And I just kind of had a moment where it was just like me and God. And I was like, all right, what's going on here? why why do i feel like this why am i so worried why why what's going on like yeah how do i get control over this and i was just like what are you accomplishing by worrying i kept thinking through all this i was i was like practically thinking about worrying (laughs) and i was like what is the practical outcome of you worrying like when has there ever been a point in your life where you've worried about something and that's caught like been a positive how is this gonna help anything and so i was just like why not just not worry? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds a little too simple, but it it took me just being like, just stop. That's kind of, yeah. That's I just had to be like, is. why are you worrying? Like, I just had to ask myself why I was doing it. And just like, I couldn't come up with an answer. I, I, I kept trying. Like, I was like, all right. It's like when you try to make an excuse for something and there's just nothing there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, like grasping it. I was grasping for something. I was like, why are you worrying? There's got to be a reason behind this. And I couldn't come up with anything. And yeah. so I was just like, so stop. <laughs> it's it's like like in the Bible where it says, 
can you add a single day to your life by worrying or whatever? And I couldn't. I tried. <laughs> believe me. I was trying to find something. I wanted an excuse to keep just wallowing in my worry and my stress. And I, it's like God was like, hello? There isn't any. Like, <laughs> you're, you keep hanging on to this thing that's weighing you down for no reason. Yeah. Because I'm telling you to let go of it. Something that's, like, super comforting to me also as a Christian when I go through, like, those times is one day I'm not going to have to deal with those. Like yeah. One day. This, this is, is our earthly struggle. Like, behind. exactly. Yeah. You. That's really what it took for me is just putting everything in perspective. I think that's like part of the reason why I'm at where I'm, where I am today. Like it's because I've just learned to put everything in perspective. Yeah. Like when you put all your meaning picture. Yeah. When you put all your meaningless problems, like your everyday little problems, when you put that in perspective to like, Jesus dying on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. It, it's it like, kind of like ah. it, it's kind of like God being like, uh, "Hello." <laughs> it's like, yeah, God's like, yeah, I kind of been through this. <laughs> He's like, like worse. <laughs> in fact, uh, I had it a lot worse than you. I hate to yeah. I hate to tell you this, but your problems don't matter. <laughs> and, and even just like, well, not that they don't matter. Well, it's not, obviously they matter to God. Like God cares about us. I think in America we have life so easy that we start to like do. make our own problems. I don't I think that's really what it was. It's just like yeah. I had set myself up for success. Like I was I had everything laid out to be doing everything right. But yet I was still overwhelmed and still stressed and I think really like I just needed to look to God honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it took was me just like having a real conversation with God being like what's the deal here? Yeah. <laughs> like that's the cool thing about like talking to God is you can just be real with him. Like that's yeah. what he wants from us. He doesn't want us to be like, everything's fine, God. I'm good. Like no problems here. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be real with him and be like, Hey, I'm struggling. Like this is not fun for me. Those, those real those times stuff. seem to happen on like long drives. Too. Yeah. For me too. I've had a few, like that's big when you can really clear your head and like in the get real with God. Yeah. Like, like there's one time, you know, I have a friend, and, like, God was just, like, really beating me up about how I would never <laughs> talk to him about Jesus or whatever. And I was, like, I can't describe, like, how much of a huge game change that was. And that was, like, a few months ago, you know. Yeah. And it actually, like, pushed me to talk to him about it. But it was really cool. I don't know who... Who knew this was the direction that this podcast would go? <laughs> we always end up getting way deeper than we imagined. Well, that's yeah. the cool thing, though. It's like when you're in the midst of it, like you're going through the worst crap you've ever been through. Like God's right there beside you. Yeah. Like all you got to do is look over your side and he's right there with us. Yeah. Like, and, and he's literally been through worse. Like exactly. He's come down to earth and lived a human life. And died the worst possible death you Di- could ever yeah. die. And and faced a lot of percu- persecution even yeah, before that, just from exactly. like the Pharisees and everything. So just like, that's what it takes for me sometimes is just to put it in perspective of that and just be mm-hmm. like, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't matter to God, but to me, like, like <laughs> sometimes I just have to be like, get over yourself, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is what you're worried about. Like God died for you to worry about this. <laughs> yeah, like this little thing right here. These little trivial things are not as important. No. As, in the big picture grand scheme of things it would literally be like i would just sit there and i would look for the next thing to dread mm-hmm. like it's crazy to say this yeah, now because i'm in a completely different about. headspace but i would look for the next like crappy thing i had coming up and i would just sit on it and just 
like dread it just nonstop. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I got to do this later. I really don't want to do it, but I got to do it, and it's going to be awful, and yeah, like I hate I got, it. And got this speech and speech class that I got to give. <laughs> I don't want to get – dude, that was – did you have to take speech class? I, I did it online. Dude, I <laughs> which hated is, that. It's pretty ridiculous that you can do a speech class yeah, online. That is, but that is, oh, yeah, but you still had to, like, I had to video it, it and, like, my, show that people were yeah. listening. No, I had, it was all my family. Of, I had to speak in front of people. Oh, I couldn't do it, man. I hate it. I, which is weird because we're speaking now in the microphones, but it's so much different. It's so like, much. We're just talking to each nothing other. Nothing stresses me out more than public speaking, and I don't know why it is. It's, like, the older yeah. I get, the more mature I get, the, like, further along like socially like mm-hmm. and everything i still can't give a speech for the life of me i hate it i i'm the same it's the way worst. and it's it's weird because i've i've recently started singing a lot more and i've been like singing at church for some reason when i'm singing at church on stage i'm not nearly as nervous of it as if i were to yeah. like speak in front of people and in fact like I, like i told you i'm supposed to pray us out and to worship yeah. this that that's like for some reason, that like makes me way nervous in the fact that I'm gonna have to sing. I don't like. I don't know why. Yeah, there's something about like, I I get that. Like, it's weird for me. Praying is like always. It's hard for me to do in front of other people because it's yeah. just like such a personal thing. Like, to let other people in on that. And, I can like, do it like one on one, like yeah. with another person. But, but it's like to pray for a giant group of people. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just. I don't know. I always why. struggle with it. It's stupid, but. I also feel like. There's. There's a part of me, there's like a slightly prideful part of me that feels like I have to make the prayer like good, you know? Yeah. In quote, I'm using air quotes. Yeah, right there's now. definitely like, like a party. Prayer good. And for I'm me, there's definitely for a part of it where things, it's like, you know? there's a little bit of performance behind it, if yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. It's not where it's just like, I'm in bed at night, like about to go to sleep, and I'm like, hey, God, what's up, bro? And it's just, it's just <laughs> like, real. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just real. And sometimes it's really raw and you can be completely as honest as yeah. you want to be when you're just talking to god yeah and that's what's awesome about it dude yeah and I, i'm not saying that praying in front of a group of people is bad but what i am saying is like i think there's something special about praying alone yeah. and there's certain people that maybe are too prideful to pray in front of other people yeah like like, like the there's a biblical basis for that with the Pharisees. You know they, they would. I think I think there's a verse about uh, hoping your many words will reach up to God or whatever yeah. because they're like speaking with all these big words and trying to sound all religious and everything, but that's not what it's about. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you guys can tell by now, but. We are Christians. We are Christians. Like, Sorry that we went down this super Christian rabbit uh, hole, but not really. I mean, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry because, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's my life. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna pretend like God, Christ isn't a part of my life because it's a massive part of my life. Obviously, yeah. we we haven't even like talked about the podcast going in a Christian direction in no. any ways, but we're just kind of letting it go where it goes, like wherever the wind blows. Like we're <laughs> just kind of talking, and we're. That's what we're I mean, doing. This is us, you know? honestly. Like we're just getting real about ourselves, and that's gonna come up because we think that's important. Yeah, and because it's a big part of us, like we said. Yeah, the podcast is about us, and that's a part of us. So naturally, it's gonna come up. Yeah, we are Christian, but yeah. yeah. So, so you were talking about YouTube earlier. earlier. I feel like I cut you off earlier, <laughs> and I said we'll come back to it. What were you gonna say about yeah. YouTube? 
pretty much all I was going to say was I this might be a hot take or whatever, but I honestly feel like I've learned more from YouTube than oh I did goodness. from college. Dude, I totally agree with you. I've learned so much more by just doing things and like looking up how to do them on YouTube than yeah. I ever did in college. There's so many tutorials on YouTube, so many informational videos, and I feel like that visual style I just remember yeah. more too. Well, it's like you can do whatever you're doing along with the person that you're watching mm -hmm. the, the tutorial. Yeah. Well, even just for this podcast, we were having some trouble recording <laughs> it. And what did I yeah. do? I the first thing YouTube. we did was go to YouTube and figure out what's going on <laughs> with my yeah. my podcast. <laughs> Why can't I export this? Why is the playback mm -hmm. not working? And, and we got some answers. Like, it uh, worked. Even with, like, my exercise science degree or whatever, this a lot of good exercise and workout info like on YouTube. Now yeah. you have to sift through some, some of the crackpots, you know, that <laughs> they like think they know what they're talking about, yeah. but they really don't. But some of the on Joe Rogan types, <laughs> some, some of the what <laughs> Joe Rogan types. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Joe, I'm not going to say anything bad about Joe. <laughs> I'm Rogan. not either. I'm just joking. I, he did. I think he did recently call Christian stupid, but like, well, yeah, don't love that take. You but know, that's neither here nor there. We can disagree with him and whatever. He's whatever you want to say about him. He's a great interviewer. I'll he give is, he's like, fantastic editor. I I've never <laughs> seen someone that gives interviews as well as him. I mean, there's there, there's something pretty special about his podcast, just being this like kind of arena of ideas where like yeah. anybody's pretty much anybody can get welcome. literally every take yeah. possible there basically yeah and i think that's what makes it so i mean we're gonna let's be honest ours is a little biased we're not gonna give you every perspective <laughs> we're two white dudes in the middle of the south like yeah we're not gonna give you the broadest perspective if we're being nah. honest we might we might well, interview some like, people though. yeah we're definitely gonna have but, some different people on like that have different perspectives and some different ideas in ours. But they they won't cool. be like experts in their field. No. They'll be like a high school teacher or something. <laughs> don't we're I don't think any of us are experts on anything, honestly. Yeah. So no. don't don't take us as authority on anything we say. Even <laughs> even like with an exercise science degree, a bachelor's in exercise science degree does not make me an expert in ex <laughs> yeah. exercise science. And associates in media means nothing. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> I, I've learned way more doing things on my own than I ever did because I actually care about them now. It's like, yeah. like with this podcast, like I care about this, like I'm having fun with this. So obviously I'm going to take initiative and like be willing to learn more than if I like have to do something for a fake client in a, yeah. in a class, like a marketing class. If I have to make a, a logo for a fake client, like I don't really care about that. And a big thing with <laughs> this is like, you know? this is, this is fun. Like, yeah. This is something neither one of us have ever really explored before mm -hmm. or done, and we're having fun with it. Like, that's what's cool about it. I feel it. like just because it's fun, we're just going to learn more, and it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, and we're both more. willing to invest in this, like, yeah. with our time and probably even money along the way. Mm -hmm. Like, if like this... we said last time, we want to get, like, some video up in here, and, like, yeah. we want to expand. Like, we want to have guests on. We want to start videoing it. We, we've got all these big ideas. If this ever get, becomes a big thing, which I I really don't want to get my hopes up that it would. <laughs> That's but, not the goal, first of all. Yeah. Let's let's just go ahead and set that straight now. The goal is just for us to have a good time and just like yeah. do a podcast. Like that's that's really it. But at the same time, how awesome would it be to do this full time? Oh, it'd be great, dude. Like <laughs> I'm having way too much fun. Like yeah. But that's that's pretty much just what this is, is it's just 
two guys talking, and we might have interviews. We don't really know, but that's we're just gonna kind of let it happen. What you getting? Or, or, wherever the conversation goes is where it's going. Like, we're not gonna force anything here. Yeah, that's what you're getting just, with long story short. It's just gonna be a natural conversation amongst us, two and buddies. It's gonna be very transparent. Yeah, what, that's what? why we like went ahead and talked about religion now yeah <laughs> like that's a big like heavy subject to be talking about in the second episode of a podcast where you're just being an idiot the whole time yeah. but <laughs> but well, that's, that's also why we like talk about the mistakes that we've made in the podcast yeah. and like the, well and just where we're at now yeah. too like how we got to this point like it'd be practically impossible for us to like be real and like talk about ourselves and how we got to where we are now and mm-hmm. to, like give a backstory on ourselves without talking about god yeah, because that's just who we are. Like that's yeah. a part of ourselves, and if you leave that out, you really don't get the f- full story. Yeah. You know. I mean, we're not gonna be sitting here like giving a full sermon. Yeah. That's just not our style. But obviously, we're gonna sprinkle some like, you know, some stuff we've learned along the way. And like a huge majority of the things I've learned throughout my life has been faith based. Yeah. So it's you know, or I've been motivated through that if that makes sense yeah i get what you're saying but yeah so i think uh, that's it guys honestly no i think it's i think that's probably a pretty go. good place to end here yeah so that thanks was for listening guys yeah yeah thanks for listening i hope i hope at least like a couple of people out there are having as much fun with it as we are but that's probably a little bit of an unrealistic goal because we're having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> it, it <laughs> if you can see us on the mic before we start the show, we're having too much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just sitting here making random noises, like doing weird impressions. Oh, yeah. It's just fun talking to a mic, man. We're, we're going to go full send on every intro, too. I, yeah. I, want, you, I want you to know that. We're going to try to be I creative. I think every intro is going to get progressively more ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Look forward to that. <laughs> All right, but yeah, on that note, it's time to it's time to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, this uh, has been long story short with Ryan Long and Christian Swindle.